On today's episode, why EV structural batteries are a bad idea. Today's episode is brought to you by Engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on Engineering.com TV today. Electric vehicles and advanced technology, well, those two concepts go hand in hand. Not content with simply replacing the power plant in conventional automotive design, several manufacturers' electric vehicles are attempting to reinvent the vehicle structure itself, right down to the monocoque, or what some of the industry call the body in white. Now, electric vehicle batteries are heavy, damned heavy, and because of this weight, it's essential to put the rest of the vehicle on a diet to maximize that most critical attribute of EV performance, range. Light metal alloys, composite materials, they have a part to play, but several EV manufacturers are discussing another way to reduce weight, and that is structural battery packs. Now, Colin Chapman, founder of Lotus Cars, used this technique in the early 1960s, developing Formula One cars in which the engine block and transmission case were structural members, saving weight and increasing performance. It's a strategy that works, but in electric vehicles, I believe that structural batteries are a bad idea, and here's why. The battery is the weak point of any electric vehicle. As electric vehicles age, range decreases as batteries degrade with every charge-discharge cycle. Individual cells within a battery may die, and manufacturers have developed algorithms and onboard battery management systems to do a software workaround to isolate bad cells. But it's likely that for most drivers, the end life of an electric vehicle will be determined by its battery, not by rotating electrical or mechanical parts. A new replacement battery could potentially rejuvenate an older EV, not only saving the environmental cost of disposal and new vehicle construction, but creating a lower cost used electric vehicle product stream that would offer less affluent consumers full EV range. And that's not the only factor here. Battery chemistries are still in a state of flux despite the prevalence of lithium ion technology. A significant breakthrough in battery technology which could come from anywhere at any time and the existing EV fleet could be rendered instantly obsolete. If a new EV offers a 400-mile range, what's the trade-in value of your used model with a 180-mile range? Now again, replaceable batteries would allow an existing owner to upgrade the technology and improve the utility of their existing vehicle. And replaceable batteries also allow the creation of an effective battery aftermarket and even a remanufacturing industry. Even lead-acid car batteries, now effectively a disposable item, are actually rebuildable. And for most of the 20th century, it was possible to buy a remanufactured, rebuilt car battery from local businesses everywhere. A similar industry is slowly developing for rejuvenating electric vehicle batteries, although battery manufacturers often make this difficult by encapsulating the cells in a solid block of resin potting compound. But I'm not holding my breath. American consumers in particular have been offered reliability and repairability as a selling feature and have generally rejected it. An example, the Checker Marathon. Now, taxi fleet operators love them. Very few American consumers, however, bought them. But it would be great if someone would invent an EV equivalent to that Checker. Well, that's it for today's audio version of End of the Line, brought to you by Engineering.com. If you like this podcast, subscribe to engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. You can also watch this podcast as a video along with our other exclusive series only on engineering.com TV. Thanks for tuning in.